Howdy, howdy. Howdy. And welcome to But It Was Aliens, the extraterrestrial comedy podcast. Usually, we probe alien incidents to find the truth, but today, once again, is a special day. I'm hosting this week's episode, and I'm Kevin the Grey, and alongside me is the birthday boy, Granville Moonwalker. It's my birthday, (laughs) my birthday. Uh, don't do that. Last time you did that, it led to trouble. That's right, though. It's young Mooney's birthday once again. Now, last year, we covered a poltergeist tale. Mooney doesn't like ghosts. It's only just dawned on me that this isn't going to be aliens. I don't know why. (laughs) On special occasions, such as birthdays, we have a rule on this show whereby we can take a break from aliens to probe a non-alien case. You're probably expecting me to do similar every year because, let's face it, I'm me. But what exactly do you think is coming up this year, Mooney? I'd want to say poltergeist, but (laughs) I know you. (laughs) So it's either not going to be poltergeist or it's going to be poltergeist. Just to fuck my train of thought. (laughs) What make you think that it's poltergeist all the way along and then flip the switch? And there's actually aliens. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know. I don't care. Let's just let's probe. <laughs> I'm so fucking nervous. Is that a come on? So last year, you'll remember for Kev's birthday, I made him do a ton of shots throughout the episode. Ah, uh, let let me explain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I actually have a birthday gift for you today. Because I've already planned what I'm doing for your birthday next year, so I feel like I, <laughs> so I feel like I need to make it up to you this year. Like some sort of evil genius. Uh, oh son, I feel for you. <laughs> next year is not going to be nice. But as I say, because of that, you get a gift this year. But then on my birthday, you made me do lots of shots, as you said. So today, I'm giving you the gift of a happier tale, but also the gift of alcohol, because. I'm very much placing your destiny in your own hands. We have a drinking rule today, and if you break the rule, you have to do a shot, Mooney. Well, actually, there are two rules. And if you break the second, more specific rule, you have to do two shots. Oh, you arsehole. However, I'm not telling you what the rules are. (laughs) If and when you guess the rules, because honestly, they will be obvious to you probably within two shots... There is also a backup rule. Um, hang on, can I guess one now? Go on then. Is it a shot every time I swear? I can neither confirm nor deny. But depending on you, today you could do zero shots or you could do 20. What I'm going to do is, at the end of each segment, before we start the next, tell you if you've got to do a shot or not. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you feeling? Confident? As long as I don't have to do one for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> That would just be mean. <laughs> to be fair, I'm the one that laughs at everything, so... <laughs> Does it count from now? It counts from when I start the next segment. Okay. Fuck this, I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, are you ready? No, hold on. So, in my head, it's every time I swear, I have to do a shot. Now, the one where I have to do two shots... If mm-hmm. it's for saying the word bullshit, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> uh, are you ready? 
Yes. Mr. and Mrs. Dursley of... Oh, shit. (laughs) ...of number four, Privet Drive, were proud to say that they were perfectly normal. Thank you very much. They were the last people you'd expect to be involved in anything strange or mysterious. We begin today's tale in Surrey. The Dursley's son and nephew also lived with the Dursleys, and today, 23rd of June... 1991 just happened to be Dursley Jr.'s birthday. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. <laughs> to celebrate, the family were off to the zoo, along with Dursley Jr.'s friend, Piers Polkis. The names aren't important yet. This one moves quickly, so don't fixate on them. I'm going to move swiftly on to the spooky shit. At the zoo, Dursley Jr. was in the exotic lizard enclosure, along with his cousin, have you ever been to London Zoo? No. Basically, it's where you lean against the glass and you can see the snakes. Dursley Jr. leans against the glass and next thing he knows, Dursley Jr. is literally inside the enclosure. The snake has escaped and nobody can work out how Dursley Jr. got in there. It's unexplainable. It's as if the glass vanished. Bonkers, right? The family think that the cousin has played some kind of prank on the family. And once they get home, they lock him in his room. Only, something strange happens. Ooh. So, was the glass originally originally there? Yes. So, it wasn't like the glass had been removed to be replaced with another bit and he just... They hadn't replaced it yet. By the main accounts, the glass was there and then it wasn't there. So, he somehow, not slipped through, but went through the glass hole. Yeah. Like, um, what's her name in X-Men? Is it Kitty that can travel through walls? Oh, I can't. Um, I just remember, I can remember the, yeah. the terrible bit in the film where Vinnie Jones is juggernaut and he runs at her and she just goes through the wall. I can't remember the character. I can remember what you're talking about. I think it was Ellen Page played her. But I think it, I think it is Kitty. I'm not sure. So no thoughts at this point then? Maybe he's an X-Men. Who's the X-Men? The kid that went through the glass. Dursley Jr. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zero shots so far. You're doing well. Ooh. The strange occurrence, other than the snake stuff, was that the cousin had a letter turn up in the post for him. He never got post. He's 11. Wait. 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 <laughs> I don't want to wait. Praise Lord Voldemort. <laughs> Okay, so he's 11. Strange as it was, though, as he was in trouble, the Dursleys wouldn't let him open the letter. No biggie, right? Wrong. Another letter turns up the next day. And another, and another. Before you know it, there's literally thousands of letters in this fucker's house, like some kind of movie. It's absolute bedlam there. Everyone running about, but the cousin just can't get his hands on one of the letters. Next thing you know, there are loud footsteps. A knock rings on the door. At this point, who do you think is at the door? I'm Hagrid, bitch. <laughs> what Hagrid said when he got to the door. Yep. Harry Potter opens the door. I'm Hagrid, bitch. Precisely. I'm Hagrid, bitch. So you think we're in Harry Potter right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Any other thoughts? No. Okay, so you need to do two shots. I was testing it. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't quite got it yet. (laughs) Because I know what you think you did. (laughs) And it wasn't quite that. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. (laughs) You're an asshole, shaka. Two shots down. (laughs) (laughs) I know who a lot of our audience are thinking of. But no, it was not a giant at the door. Oh, no, no. It was actually Oberon Zell Ravenheart. That's right. Our subject today is called Oberon Zell Ravenheart. Oberon may or may not have turned up at the real-life house of this boy who lived to invite him to Oberon's mother trucking school because this week we are getting magical, son. We are probing what some call the real-life Hogwarts. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Tell me, how excited are you to be covering this topic? I'm not even talking Merlin. I'm talking the real thing. So are you admitting that Merlin's not the real thing? I am not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to test something else. Dumbledore. That's a test. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, any other thoughts? Okay, we're covering this. Yes. Why has this not been mainstream news? Or was it <laughs> mainstream news? It was well, ma- 1991, isn't it? So, so, it was before this was that m- big series. It was. It hit mainstream news after that big series, but still a while when ago. When did it come out as a book? 98, maybe? So, so this was this mainstream happened. news around 2000-ish. But it happened in 91, and there was no... Ignore that part. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore the facts that you gave me. <laughs> yeah, we're, They're we're, not relevant. <laughs> I basically read the first paragraph of the book to you to see if you'd click. <laughs> Fine. When I say I read it, I read it word for word. (laughs) I bet there's some listeners out there that were like, I know exactly where this is going. I'd imagine about 98% of our listeners probably knew (laughs) from the first line, because it's a very famous first line. (laughs) I didn't know it. (laughs) That's because you're a big fan of Harry Potter. Let's continue. What was was that sound? It was just a... hmm. So you agree that you're a big fan of Harry Potter? I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. In that last section, Mm -hmm. your experiment failed. Zero shots. Okay. Thank you. But honestly, I cannot wait to show and tell you some of the details today. (laughs) The Grey School of Wizardry. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes? Is this your school? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not. But that's the legit name. And this is all fact. So the Grey School of Wizardry is a real-life Hogwarts in Sonoma County, California, and is the first wizarding school officially recognised as an academic establishment. Oberon is known by many as the real-life Dumbledore. The young cousin we referred to earlier, who for the sake of today's podcast we shall name Harry Potter, would be undertaking classes in 16 wizard school departments in... Including, but not limited to, alchemy, beast mastery, nature studies, 
horse whispering, psychic arts, spell casting, and wand making. Handling a wand takes much academic study. Oh, and yes, there is a dark arts class. I suppose if you weren't born with a wand, it would. <laughs> Out of all those classes, yeah. which one would you want to take yourself? On the presumption that magic is real? What presumption? Dark arts. If not, beast mastery. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> The whole time it was going through, I was like, oh, Beast Mastery sounds cool. And then you said Dark Arts at the end, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> the Dark Arts, you see. So you're on board at this point, yeah? I'm on board. Of course I am. Of <laughs> course I am. It's magic and wizardry. And you love Harry Potter. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't even go... <laughs> like, no, 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 I don't. Okay. Any other thoughts before we move on? Um, is this school hidden? No. So you can walk up to the gates and stuff like that yourself? Sort of. I'll cover where it actually is. I can't explain without spoiling later parts. Okay. But it's not fictionary. I can go that far. Cool. Like, this exists. It's not going to be in someone's house, is it? In their dungeon? In their dungeon? Not not really, no. (laughs) Well, their basement. Not, Not exactly. Just, oh, I really can't say. Okay. You ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Okay, that was a difficult one, so I'm going to judge that as meet you in the middle in one shot. Okay. So three shots total so far. <laughs> I'm going to test something out now. Harry Potter. You're just saying... Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm testing. Okay. Zero shots. <laughs> Moving on. I'm going to rewind here because without Oberon Zell Ravenheart, there would be no wizard council and no wizard school. So let's learn about the man himself. Oberon was born as Timothy Zell on November the 30th, 1942 in St. Louis, America. America. Oberon was also... Fuck yeah. Oberon was also formerly known as Otter G. Zell. (laughs) This is going to be so I, hard I have a for me not to giggle whilst I'm doing <laughs> Is it Otter Gzel or is it pronounced Otter Gazelle? That's a good question. And because this was like in the 60s kind of times at this point when he was going by that name, I couldn't find any recordings of him the going, pronunciation. Yeah, pronunciation. so I'm not entirely sure. Oberon earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in psychology in 1965 and following this enrolled in a doctoral program, but he didn't really need that because in 1967, Oberon received a Doctor of Divinity degree from the now defunct Life Science College. In 1968, Oberon completed his teaching certificate, (laughs) easy for me to say, at Harristow State University. Certainly by the late 60s, Oberon had heavily studied the magical arts. Oberon states that in early childhood he was fascinated by Greek myths and fairy tales. Meanwhile, he also experienced visions which his mother believed were from the life of Oberon's grandfather. Oberon then claims to have articulated the Gaia thesis, 
which to massively simplify is the belief that everyone and everything on earth is part of a huge single system or entity. Oberon says that he came up with this in 1970 independent of James Lovelock who is a UK chemist famous for coming up with the idea. I've dusted over a lot here but basically through the 60s Oberon became a wizard. In 1973 Oberon was giving a speech where he met his future wife, who was called Morning Glory. <laughs> What's the story? Oh, brilliant. Okay, a couple of questions. Yeah. <sighs> I've been dreading saying that part. <laughs> oh, cracking. Life science. Yeah. Why is it now defunct? <laughs> I plead the I, fifth. I want a serious answer. <laughs> fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. So was it not thought at the time that obviously we're all made, everything is made of energy mm-hmm. and energy doesn't dissipate. It merely transforms. Yeah. Was this not a well-known thing back then for them to realize that we are literally all one system because it is all energy. Are you a wizard? Which is why it's completely backwards that I suppose you can have negative energy, positive energy. Maybe why people hate each other, but it's a bit weird. Oh no, I've gone cross-eyed. <laughs> are you a wizard? Me. Because <laughs> you're sounding pretty much <laughs> like their whole theology here. <laughs> What if I told you? (laughs) (laughs) I am grade three in the dark arts. Of life science. (laughs) I am level eight in handling a wand. I did my thesis in beast mastery. When I was two. I can control an elephant with the power of my mind. Okay, okay. So Oberon became a wizard in the 60s. Yes, he did. So he's in his 20s by this point. And he is giving speeches. Is he making money from these speeches or is he just going out to spread the good word of wizardry? Bit of both. Okay. We'll get into that a little bit more. Did he name himself or was he bestowed the name Otter? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure, but I'd imagine he named himself. So, hmm. Just got fixated on his wife's name there. <laughs> he got fixated on Morning Glory. <laughs> did, did he name her? Is that? Did he marry his boner? or was she called that because she helped him out every morning uh um (laughs) crikey i'm not entirely sure where that name came from fair enough i'd hazard a guess that either she chose the name or he placed the name upon her and it was more of a joint decision okay what if they were trying to think of a name 
first thing in the morning and they saw the sunrise. That's the thing they saw in the morning. <laughs> it's saw something rise. <laughs> morning glory! I'm just going to say right now that my fear is the latter. <laughs> Should we move on? Let's do it. Zero shots. You're doing well. Ooh. I have a photo of Oberon and Morning Glory for you here from the 70s or very early 80s. And following that, a photo of them from post 2000. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> is this the one from the 70s? The first one is from the 70s. I'm only looking at the first one. Yeah. Okay, so we have... He's got legs, right? He has legs, yeah. He's just kneeling, sort of. Because there's two people kneeling either in a field or in a forest. He has long brown hair and a proper beard. Like a wizard beard, if you would. (laughs) I'm just going to say they look like hippies. Yep. If you were to look at that's a good description. A if you imagine like the stereotypical sixties yeah, hippie, that's what I'm looking at. Like quite loose clothing, long hair. Hers is just kind of tied back, really, or the top part of it, anyway. I don't know. But what intrigued me and made me laugh is the fact that they are sitting with what appears to be a goat. Yep, they are sitting, but. With- on top of this goat's head, they have stuck a horn. <laughs> or if they have not stuck a horn, they have got an ice cream cone, eaten the ice cream, and then just dumped <laughs> the top of it on its head. What is this? What is it? <laughs> Moving on to the second picture. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's dying. Hold on. I'm held. First picture's in the 70s. Yep. This one in the 80s. No, the first picture's from either... I couldn't establish exactly when it was, oh. so 70s or very early 80s. Oh, I thought we had a 70s, 80s and 2000s. No, so yeah. two pictures, one okay. from the 70s or early 80s, one from post-2000. Okay. Makes much more sense now, because they look old. Yep. So what I have in front of me is the same two hippies, dressed in wizard garb. He pretty much looks like a discount Dumbledore (laughs) with a lizard on his shoulder who really didn't want its picture taken, so it shows it's turned the other way. She, he's kissing her on the cheek. She's got a smile on her face and she is holding a wand, probably to signify morning glory. And they're dressed in black and purple Mm -hmm. rather than blue and... Kind of a brown red they were just in last time. And there is no goat. <laughs> There's no goat this time. Yeah. Maybe but. it's evolved, maybe they slaughtered it. Who knows? But the goat with the ice cream cone horn <laughs> is gone. So now you've got some context for who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. What do you think of them? Would you like to spend an evening with them? I would. Just to pick their brains. I think you could have a yeah. pretty cool conversation with them. Yeah. So if you were Harry Potter at Hogwarts and this chap walked in to teach you... One, I would not be Harry Potter. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Are you saying, as in, I'm him and think like him and 
exactly him or are you thinking my personality as him your personality but you are him there'd be two totally different harry potters <laughs> why <laughs> how would they be different i'm scared to ask i'm scared to answer in case i have to do two shots <laughs> well um one i wouldn't be a whiny little bitch <laughs> <laughs> One, you wouldn't be a wine little bitch. And is there a two? Just times that by a thousand. Oh, son. <laughs> Are you ready to move on? You got any other thoughts? That is a proper discount Dumbledore cloak that he's got on. Outfit completely. Okay, let's move on. Okay, so you've got some shots to do here, but I'm going to offer you a deal. Because you've got five. <laughs> but if you can guess the rule, I'll take two of those off. Okay, was it saying Harry Potter... No, it wasn't saying Harry Potter, because you said Harry Potter earlier on. That is true, actually. It's saying the term whiny little bitch. That earned you two shots. (laughs) (laughs) For that, I'll drop your shots from five to three. (laughs) But would you like to elaborate on specifically what the rule is? Not going to say anything else. I'll give you a shot-free attempt to explain. You are nailing them. Crikey. Nope. Frickin' hell, son. Seven shots down. So what did you think the rule was? Because remember, I've got a second rule to go on to. I know, it's fine. (laughs) Well, you've kind of guessed part two of the rule. (laughs) When I say kind of, you have. But you haven't mentioned part one. Okay, I think I know what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, no, because I don't think I said that. Hmm. No, let's just carry on. Let's just carry on. If I have to do more shots, I have to do more shots. (laughs) Is that your stomach rumbling again? Yeah. What have you lied about? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to tell you about Morning Glory quickly. I know what it is. You know what it is? Morning Glory. (laughs) (laughs) Morning Glory when meeting Oberon, was married to a then-hitchhiker named Gary and had a daughter she had called Rainbow. Upon meeting Oberon, Morning Glory divorced Gary and took Rainbow to live with Oberon. Morning Glory and Gary had actually had an open marriage, but Morning Glory left fully, as I say, to be with Oberon. Oberon and Morning Glory married in 1974. Now Morning Glory is believed to have come up with the term polyamorous. I'll come back to that. Because I missed earlier that in 1962, Oberon had formed the Church of All Worlds, evolving from a group of friends and lovers to be fully incorporated as a church in 1968. Oberon would eventually step away from leadership of the church, I think in the late 90s, leading to internal disputes within the organisation before he stepped back into leadership in 2005, coinciding with more growth for the church. Details aren't hugely clear on that, but regardless, this is basically what became the neo-pagan movement through the 60s onwards. Oberon was at the forefront of this movement, and so too now was Morning Glory. So, essentially, what they wanted was to be able to marry and as many people as possible sleep with as many people as possible they have literally created themselves like an orgy church church? 
um, because obviously, if you are they recognised as a religion? Yeah. Okay. So they get all the perks of being a religion, and they can have they got all the pluses and none of the minuses here. <laughs> what would the minuses be? That they can freely like move partners and marry whoever that they don't have to go through the whole divorce thing and mm. stuff like that like they can literally just say I want to divorce you and it's I don't know how their rules work but I would think they could just say I want to divorce and they divorce rather than the way divorce is settled within the church as it is or state I don't know I don't know what America's laws are marriage all their wizards yeah how could there be any negativity <clears throat> but I mean in the eyes of us mere mortals <laughs> us that aren't wizards and it's recognised as a religion so they can't turn around and be arrested for marrying more than one person because it's part of their religion hmm so essentially they've brought the 60s <laughs> with them <laughs> I guess so, in a way, yeah. They've just, they've stayed in the 60s. And got it recognised. What happened to the daughter? I'm going to cover that. Okay. And Gary? Um, <laughs> sort of going to cover that. Okay. Because she married a hitchhiker called Gary, did they marry and kind of... She married Gary. <laughs> <laughs> Stay together or did they marry and then he just carried on hitchhiking? <laughs> <laughs> A long distance relationship. He didn't stay with me. He was like, I gotta be free, baby. <laughs> just, just passing through. <laughs> I gotta be free. So he just carries on hitchhiking. As I understand it, he ceased hitchhiking. Okay. So he stopped for her. Yeah. Well, I guess. I say he stopped. He may have stopped because they had a child. Yeah, I guess at the point where they met, they were both quite free spirits. Mm hmm. Probably 60s, swinging 60s, we heard. Uh And they had an open relationship, so he could literally just go and boink (laughs) (laughs) whoever he wanted. So could she. Indeed she could. And she met Oberon. Sorry, Otter. He was Oberon by that point. But I'm calling him Otter now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, shall I move on? Let's go. Zero shot, son. There were associated organisations related to the Church of All Worlds. For example, Oberon co-founded the Ecosophical Research Association in 1977, which was a scientific organisation of sorts that explored the truth behind myths. This one actually became somewhat famous because, this is true, they created unicorns. Um, in... The term of a mythical creature with a horn on its head, unicorn, or something that's quite rare and is called a unicorn, because it's rare. Mythological unicorn, and I'm going to elaborate. Okay. They discovered through analysing ancient accounts that historical unicorns actually looked more like goats than horses, and so patented a surgical process whereby they could manipulate the horn buds of baby goats, kids, to create unicorns. So you're saying they fiddled with kids? They fiddled with kids, yes. 
grim. Remember that photo with the single horned goat earlier? That's no goat. That is a legit unicorn. It's a goat with an ice cream cone on its head. <laughs> they created several of these, and some even toured with a circus. There was a lot of criticism for the circus, and people thought animals may have been harmed to fake the horns. Dr. Charles Reed, professor of radiology at the University of Pennsylvania, x-rayed one of these unicorns and found that the horn was legitimately connected to the skull. It was not an implant, but a real horn. So today, if nothing else, we have confirmed that unicorns are real. To show you how the sausage is made, basically, when a goat is about a week old, whilst the horn buds are just skin, they manoeuvred the buds closer together, then the horns just grow into one horn with minimal harm or distress to the goat, so the research says. Apparently, the goats were very charismatic and enjoyed the company of humans. Don't most goats brought up around humans? I don't know, I've never brought up a goat. And they didn't create a unicorn. Well, what, they did. What? No. <laughs> what they did is figured out how to move the horn of a goat and then claim that unicorns were actually goats. Here we have one. Where well, were the wings? Unicorns don't have Although, wings. isn't that just Pegasus? What they did was studied ancient accounts, like historical accounts of unicorns. And fudged them. They didn't fudge them. They uncovered that unicorns aren't as people think they are. That's sort of modern interpretation, but they actually look like goats. You look like a fucking goat. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to check this photo? Let's. Tell me that's not a majestic unicorn. That's a majestic goat. <laughs> <laughs> that one on the left looks pretty cool. The one on the right just looks like it's had a beard, not surgically attached, but just digitally implanted or just put over its nose. It looks shit. I know what you mean, but these are real. I know they're real. It just doesn't look as good as the one on the left. That looks majestic. I would go as far to say that's on Lord Jeffrey levels of majestic. That is a very majestic go. It truly is. I, hope, then I we, hope it lived a happy life. And then we have morning glory in between the two goats. She is, yeah. So are these, fully, these are fully grown goats right now, aren't they? By the looks of it, yeah. I, I'm no expert on goats, but they look rather large, comparable to what I've seen. I was going to say in the wild, but you don't really see goats in the wild around here. More in zoos and animal enclosures. So they manipulate where the horns grow. So when they're little, they have little buds of skin, basically, that mm. both grow into horns. So they literally just pinch them together. And so they grow together into one horn rather than two. So they're effing with nature, then. They're basically. moving where the horns should intend. They're masters of beasts. Be. Hmm. I wouldn't call that beast mastery. <laughs> Are you querying the ways of the wizard? Querying their ways. Ready to move? Yep. You've avoided a shot just. <laughs> <laughs> Towards the end or partway through? I can't divulge that information. Okay. Oberon was also the founder and first editor of the neo-pagan magazine Green Egg, which continues online to this day. From Goat Unicorn... You have your hand raised? Yes, I have a question. Yes? Or more of a statement. Please tell me you have a copy of Green Egg. I do not. I did actually look at some copies, and it's quite lengthy and not really... Interesting. Yeah... 
Fair enough. Yeah, there's there's more to come. I wouldn't get fixated on that part. <laughs> so from goat unicorn manipulation, we move on to 2002 and the development of the Greys Council. Why for you laugh, sir? <laughs> Could be interpret interpreted interpreted. <laughs> <laughs> Easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oberon was obviously at the forefront of wizardry, but there are other important international characters. The Greys Council. Interpreted! <laughs> the Greys Council. <laughs> consisting of approximately two dozen of the world's leading wizards, authors, and mystic leaders of the neo-pagan community was formed as an advisory group to determine the curriculum of a future Grey's school. Harry Potter was first published in 1997. I was a year out. Obviously, wizards had gotten quite popular in modern culture due to for example, Gandalf the Grey in Lord of the Rings and Merlin. You shall not pass! But things really took off with the wizarding world of Harry Potter. But make no mistake, these wizards are real and have long been teaching the masses and conducting earthly spells. Harry Potter just gave them the opportunity, opportunity to expand their reach. Side note, Oberon loves Harry Potter and the comparisons to Dumbledore. Why would he not? Indeed. In 2004, the council published the Grimoire for the Apprentice Wizard, textbook for the future school that the council had worked on throughout 2003. This book outlines history, wisdom, earth-centred magic, and the duties of the wise to protect the defenceless, and would encapsulate all that would be taught at the future school, the council's dream. The grimoire was followed up in 2006 by the companion for the apprentice wizard. Ooh. How, how big do you reckon those grimoires are? Like, how many pages? Do you reckon it's going to take you years to read? Not years. It's um, standard academic book size, really. Fair enough. Might get you one for your birthday. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say that. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? No. Oh. Oh, you've just seen the pictures yeah. of the books. Yeah, I provided the front covers for both for funsies. Well, got to give them their due. They do look pretty snazzy. Bring in the kids. <laughs> you want to play with their horns? <laughs> I'm not the one playing with their horns. You're calling me a filthy bastard for. Oberon, Zell, Ravenheart. Grimoire for the Apprentice Wizard. Indeed. Do you reckon, um, what's her face? Morning Glory? No. Morning Glory. Rowling. Oh. Took a little bit of inspiration from Oberon when writing Harry Potter. I don't know. I wouldn't have thought so. I reckon it's more the other way. 
So, so you after saw Harry Potter came out, they started adjusting their rules. So, I, yeah, I think they always wanted to teach others and work out new ways to bring people in and continue their ways as times changed. But Harry Potter probably enabled them to adapt and become more appealing. But why did Oberon want a school? Well, I, I don't even know why I'm stopping you here. No Am shots. Doing sh- no. Okay. You pleasantly avoided. For now. <laughs> <laughs> so why did Oberon want a school? Oberon had always felt connected to the world. In his dreams as a child, Oberon could see through his boa constrictor snake's eyes. Oberon just had abilities. Did he own snakes? Or... He owned a snake. Some, oh, fair enough. I was going to say, in some kind of trance-like state... He had boa constrictor eyes. No, there was a snake and he could see through the snake's eyes. Snake eyes. As he aged, Oberon wanted to find more like him. Then as he found others and learnt more, it became Oberon's dream to provide a space for those interested in magic, that's magic with a K, to learn about it freely. His inspiration? Remember, Oberon was born in the 40s. It was an X-Men comic with Xavier's school that actually always inspired Oberon. I know you're going to say Xavier. He is Spanish. Xavier. No, I wasn't. Damn it. I was just going to go. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I've ruined my fun then. <laughs> I should probably just cover what wizards do before we move on to Grey School. The original definition for wizard is basically wise person and teacher. A wizard teaches the ways of the world and conducts spells in a sense for good. I'm not gonna lie, there is also a lot of nudity. I watched a documentary on Oberon called The Wizard Oz, another name he goes by with OZ being Oberon Zell obviously. Lots of chanting in fields and nudity. Lots of nudity not surprised though considering like swinging 60s and they've just carried that on yeah the documentary also covers a lot of Oberon's myth exploring days so in addition to unicorns he also examined mermaids and I don't want to tell you what they found the legends to be based on there oh it's horrid he can see through his snake's eyes yes does he control the snake as well? Not or that I'm aware of. Can he just... Oh, let me see what the snake sees. I think it was more like that. He could see through the snake's eyes. Is it just his snake or any snake? I'm not entirely sure. He was talking about that snake as a child. So that's one of the first things he noticed as to him being unusual was that he could see through the snake's eyes. Could he see through its eyes or did he just... Pretend that he could see through its eyes. <laughs> Are you suggesting that he's full of shit? No. Suggesting that he's pretending. Why would he pretend? Are you suggesting he's dishonest? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suggesting that he pretended as a kid, and then as he grew older, that memory morphed. And it was no longer, I pretended as a kid to see through the snake's eyes. It's, I saw through the snake's eyes. We know how memory is not always correct. <laughs> that was a very diplomatic answer. I feel like you're being overly cautious now. 
was. <laughs> so you're at least saying that he's honest and that if he has magic powers or he believes... At he, the moment, yeah, I think that he is being honest in his own sense. Mm-hmm. As in what he believes is what he believes. What he thinks happened is what he thinks happened. Not that he's going out there spouting yeah. complete nonsense just because he can and wants to, mm. because he wants to get his sex orgy church like the biggest thing. Ah, okay. His sex cult. I'm surprised you didn't ask about the mermaids. Do they come later? No, that that was... Oh, all I of... thought they were coming later. That's why I never... No, no. <laughs> Do you want to know? You looked it up, so... I did look it up. Let's not waste the time that you spent looking it up <laughs> and letting it be nonsense. <laughs> Let us know, son. Okay, a really brief snapshot. They found an indig- indigenous tribe, essentially, that were seeing creatures in the water and were taking them on land banging them and then releasing them <laughs> they were just they looked like seals just a random sea mammal it's horrid so they were raping <laughs> they were basically sea raping sea mammals yeah mermaid son so you've avoided shots once again so the grimoires came in 2004 and 2006 unfortunately sandwiched between in 2005 morning glory had a fall and was subsequently diagnosed with multiple myeloma a bone marrow cancer. In 2007, after the wizards formed a healing circle, Morning Glory experienced a massive turnaround in her health. Unfortunately, having improved, Morning Glory stopped taking her medication in 2011, and in 2012, the disease returned. I should probably add respectfully for background that in adolescence, Morning Glory's daughter Rainbow left to live with Gary, her father, taking the name Gale from that time. Unfortunately, Morning Glory passed away on May the 13th, 2014. The three main limits to magic are that you can't bring back the dead, you can't change the past, and you can't compel love. The passing crushed Oberon, and he was powerless to intervene. Whilst Oberon had been in a group marriage with Morning Glory and others, it was Morning Glory who he lived with alone in later life. She was the one. The couple had had two 10-year group marriages, actually. Probably should have said that earlier. (laughs) Oberon himself also had cancer in, I believe, the 2000s, but has actually fully recovered at this time. Is that because he carried on taking his medication? (laughs) I'm not entirely sure. That information is not... In the public domain. Okay. I take it the cancer wasn't because of the fall. They happened to just find it after the yeah. fall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Should not have stopped taking the medication. Yeah. Lesson learned there. Mm-hmm. And Rainbow left and took the name Gail. So I'd she imagine... was probably not on board with sharing herself with multiple people. She, as she probably... And I don't want to make assumptions here and respect her privacy and whatnot, but I guess she probably, as she got older, her teens, she realised what was going on around her was a little bit outside of the norm and probably wanted to live a normal, or what we consider a more normal life, go to mm-hmm. school and live in a house and whatnot, rather than in a sex cult. Not to say they were doing anything to her, but no, just, no, no. You, yeah. 
you just kind of you see it all around you know yeah i want so what they i imagine gary came through this free spirit phase and probably ended up living in society as you'd expect mm-hmm. i would go back every now and again just to see the goats <laughs> unicorns sir majestic unicorns i feel we should grab a picture of that goat and he goes in the majestic gallery with jeffrey lord <laughs> jeffrey so i dropped that sad stuff in there because i didn't want to end on a downer i take it again i skipped there was no shot yeah I'll, I'll let you know if there's a shot back to the school Gray's School is actually a non-profit organisation taking children between 11 and 17 years of age, though they do also accept adults. Originally, it was going to be for children, but after the excellent Harry Potter franchise, loads of adults applied. A wizard's role is to teach, so they accepted them. Gray's teach a seven-year apprenticeship curriculum in wizardry. Students who attend are split into four ancient lodges formed in 2004, incorporated 2005, including <laughs> winds, undines, gnomes, and salamanders. The school was opened on August the 1st, the pagan holiday of Lunsarch. <laughs> I can't say I'm that word. so glad it's your probe. <laughs> But that marks the beginning of the harvest. Grays has a motto. Omnia vivent. Omnia inter si connexa. Which means everything is alive. Everything is interconnected. The school is represented by many faiths. It doesn't matter if you're Christian, Muslim, pagan or anything else. Because wizards are real and come from many backgrounds. Just to reiterate, because there are some similarities with Hogwarts... The Grey's School of Wizardry is a serious establishment. Remember, it's non-profit. Meanwhile, it offers virtual homeschooling. So I suppose you could summarise this establishment as modern paganism. Pagans moving with the times. In 2011, there were 735 students, of which about 100 were under-18 trainee Harry Potters. You can study at the school for seven years before graduating with your degree in wizardry. This is a serious degree, including elements such as mathematics and quantum entanglement. We generally aren't just talking bullshit. Cosmology, metaphysics, science. In the future, they want to develop the postgraduate program. Wow. That's pretty amazing that they were able to get this turned into a legit school. Or are they all just sitting outside? No, because you've said it's a legit school, isn't it? A legit... It's... Oh, no, because you wouldn't elaborate. I wouldn't, no. But I'm going to get onto the premises okay. at some point. I will hold my tongue. Of the four ancient lodges... Yeah. You want to be a salamander? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> are you in gnomes? <laughs> <laughs> it may have been the first one I thought of. <laughs> Gotta go to work. Work on that. Work on So hard to say the first line without finishing it. That's why I'm just going <laughs> to sit here in silence until you do. I'm not going to do it. There you go. So you liking the sound of this school so far? 
not liking the sound of it, but... Why not? In terms of I don't want to go, but... Do you not think it would be massively fun? Like living a real-life Harry Potter, running around in your robes? I would like to go there for a giggle. <laughs> Seven years? No. <laughs> Once you're in, are you in? Like, if you leave, they send people to hunt you down. Not, no, they don't hunt you down. Sweet, let's go for a day. (laughs) (laughs) These are friendly wizards. Real wizards. Not like what you see in the movies. They're not Voldemorts. You know what that means, don't you? What? Let's go. And become... I can be the first Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll be Harry Potter. Oh, bitch slap you down with my Voldemort powers. Now, what makes you think you're going to be able to do that? Because I'm Voldemort. Yeah, but Harry Potter won. Bitch. Voldemort's dead. Voldemort won in Harry Potter. This shit ain't in the book, son. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is life. I'd just like to correct you there and advise that Voldemort did not win in Harry Potter. Did I just say he won? No. <laughs> Voldemort won in Harry Potter, but this is life. Harry won in Harry Potter. <laughs> you have made that argument before, this to be fair. <laughs> Voldemort won in the books. In the real books, he did. Which you've read. Yep. <laughs> Not that PG nonsense that got put out. What did you think of the books? I've read them. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to move on? Or have you mm-hmm. got any other thoughts about the school? The no. awesome school? I'm waiting to find out about the building. Okay. Zero shots again, sir. Mm. Membership to the school now. I saw conflicting information here. I saw some reports saying that it's about £18 or dollars a term and others saying it's about £18 or dollars a year. Not bad. Whatever way you split it, depending on how long a term lasts. Okay, but there's a slight increase each time you level up. Remember... It's an official, not-for-profit organisation, so the fees are still extremely low compared to most schools. The reason I know this is because I tried to sign you up, Moody. (laughs) (laughs) However, I discovered that inactive students can be removed, and I don't see you doing your homework. (laughs) Do you know what? Depending on how long it took, I might have done it just to keep it going. <laughs> it's like essays and stuff, so I don't no, know. That you... No. <laughs> but weirdly, it's also bloody difficult to sign up on the official website. I found information about fees, but I could only sign up to the site or mailing list and not enrol on the school. So maybe you have to be a full member before the, that option opens up. Unfortunately, you, sir, can't be called Granville the Grey today. Anyway, future goals. Oberon oh yeah, not getting married. <laughs> Oberon wants to run the school from a giant castle, but I couldn't see if his bids on a castle in Montana had been successful. The school definitely has had at least one physical campus, the Academy of Arcana in Santa Cruz, but Oberon ran out of money and everything had to be put into storage. So that bid probably wasn't successful actually, was it? Oh, by the way, in case I didn't mention earlier, Oberon has a bearded dragon that lives on his shoulder. Remember in the photo, mm-hmm. you notice that it actually lives there. It's That's always on him. Pretty cool. So he couldn't afford to keep up payments on the place they were at. I guess so, yeah. Which? I couldn't find out I if suppose. they were owning or renting, but regardless, it ceased. Yeah, if you're only charging people $18 or so, I can't see... Even if they've got 700-odd people, I can't see that being enough to keep 
the rent up. And it's a difficult one because had they charged much more, people probably wouldn't, wouldn't charge yeah. to go. Yeah, because like if you went here and you graduated, seven years of hard work, you've got on your CV that you're a wizard. <laughs> what do you do? go around in a cape telling people I'm a like, <laughs> on one hand that sounds freaking awesome I'm a qualified wizard and actually if you were a qualified wizard would you not be best placed to become a teacher at that school because they've set up from scratch so no one else is technically qualified in wizardry but then but outside of that it's useless like you, you're not going to rock up to a job interview and say you're a wizard <laughs> you turn up at Sainsbury's for a job on the daily counter <laughs> So tell us about your background. I'm a wizard. Not only that, are they uh, paying the teachers to teach? I'm not entirely sure. That information's not really out there. If they are, it can only be minimal. Mm-hmm. So even it after may be you, voluntary. Even after you become a wizard, the only job you can do is be a wizard. <laughs> and then you're not even getting paid for it. So basically you need to get yourself a tent, go and start a sex cult, yeah. You've studied seven years to do a job for free. <laughs> but you get to walk around in a cool robe. That you could do anyway. Yeah, but you wouldn't be qualified to wear it. You can't handle a wand. <sighs> From the fact that they couldn't keep the money on the campus that they had, mm-hmm. it's highly unlikely they got the castle. You can see why I'd want a castle. That would be cool as shit. Mm-hmm. Does it say... It says there's a slight increase each time you level up. Yep. How many... Are there seven levels? Yes. Fair enough. So you level up onto the next level. Yeah, I just seven years didn't know if there was a midterm that you take and you level up and you pay a bit more for the rest. How much... Does it say how much it goes up by? I couldn't find it, no. Okay. So... Details they, are real sketchy. So they get you in with the 18... And then (laughs) by year seven, you're paying a thousand pounds. I don't think it's like that significant, but like I said, I couldn't find definite details. It wouldn't be fair to me to just estimate. Fair enough. Shall I move on? Do you know what? What? Harry Potter is a whiny little bitch. Yeah, two shots. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. It's funny, though, because what you think the rule is isn't quite what the rule is. (laughs) Okay. But it still results in the same outcome. (laughs) The school, as I've alluded to, teaches mainly online, but they have started doing meetups and summer camps. You sign up and are sent classes which basically consist of reading before being given assignments which you submit to the faculty head. There are no time limits on work, as the wizards believe this hampers learning so you can work at your own pace. It's very important to Oberon that wizardly teachings continue after he passes away. Oberon lives this life. He even does his grocery shopping, dressed like a wizard, because he is one. Why would you not? Yeah, a couple of photos of him here for you. (laughs) (laughs) So, picture one is Oberon, discount Dumbledore, in the same garb, please tell me this isn't the only wizard clothes that he has. It's his main robes. Okay, he's in his main purple and black robes, and he's posing for the camera with staff in hand and a human skull. Clearly a fake one. I hope. <laughs> and then we have a second picture, which is Oberon again, 
staff in hand at a supermarket with a trolley and he in the other hand is a shopping list <laughs> which he is studying profoundly and you can see people in the background looking completely normal which just mm-hmm. makes him pop in the way he's dressed i would like to meet oberon i'm not gonna lie so do you want to sign up for the school no i think i would but the fact that you said you have to yeah write you'd be essays and stuff if it was just multiple choice questions i'd just log in after a year and just be like tick 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 tick, tick, tick. <laughs> or keep signing up be the longest year one <laughs> defunct <Yeah>. project <laughs> I had to repeat a year you're like 80 19 years <laughs> I've been signed up to this school since 1999 just, it doesn't even open to 2005 but. just keep it going for like 20 years and then you just get an honorary one because they can't be bothered to deal with you anymore become a teacher <laughs> That's basically it today. Before we summarise, let's just watch a video of Oberon welcoming us to Grey's. I was going to play this for you as I told you I signed you up, but like <laughs> I said, I couldn't sign you up. So if you'd like to check this. Welcome to the Grey School of Wizardry. I am your headmaster, Oberon Zell Ravenheart. The Grey School offers a seven-year programme of apprenticeship studies in wizardry. He really does look like Dumbledore. We have 16 different departments, each color coded. And during your time here, in your second year, he's removed the book of the USS Enterprise that was in the background. You'll be certified as a journeyman wizard. Please check out your house or lodge as soon as you're sorted and get to know your head and prefect, as these are people you can turn to for help on most school issues. The school has three areas, academic studies, social forums, and our virtual campus in Second Life. Be sure to check out all three. For the social forums, be sure to visit the Great Hall and make an introductory post there, identifying your house or lodge. You can even get a cool avatar from our available collection. Cool avatar. The basic required <laughs> It just appeared in his hand. There was no edit. He has a lot of Lord of the Rings figures in the background in a cabinet. Cheers! What the fuck is that? He just wanted to say a few words. So he said a few words. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to the words. <laughs> just gonna say a few words. Spoon. So a, a <laughs> Blanket. Randomness. <laughs> Ball. <laughs> Goat. <laughs> Magical Mist Productions. So I'm picking up that you're a big fan of Oberon's El Raven. Yeah. I'd still like to have a conversation with him though. <laughs> Pick his brain about so much shit. So you, you I noticed you picked up there when they were talking about all the online stuff. Basically it is an online school 
with a forum. So it's just a general forum website. But then I think Second Life is like a computer game. Um, I don't know how best to describe it. Kind of like imagine Minecraft mixed with World of Warcraft where you literally just create a second life. And I think they've mm. made like a virtual campus in there for people to log into. So you log in and you live the life of your avatar in it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to start or if they even do do like online lessons in there. So everyone's <laughs> logged in as their avatar in a virtual school <laughs> and Oberon's at the front. <laughs> Not entirely sure, like I say. And that could have all gone by the wayside by now. I don't even know if Second Life is still going. True. Most of this research was from the early 2000s until sort of 2011 or so. Mental. So yeah, that's pretty much all there is today. So to summarise, we've had a bit of Harry Potter followed by the introduction to the Grey School of Wizardry, a real-life Hogwarts in Sonoma County, California, teaching 16 magical departments. The headmaster is real-life Dumbledore, Oberon Zell Ravenheart. Oberon is a well-educated man who would form the Church of All Worlds in the 60s. I showed you a photo of Oberon and his wife, Morning Glory, with their unicorn, and a more recent photo in their usual clothes. Oberon met his future wife, Morning Glory, in 1973, and Morning Glory left her husband and took her daughter to live with Oberon, the daughter left in adolescence. Morning Glory is believed to have come up with the term polyamorous and was big in those type of movements before passing away in 2014. Oberon and Morning Glory were in two group marriages themselves. As neo-paganism grew, Oberon, a religious leader, really played the pivotal role informing the Greys Council and ultimately the Grey School of Wizardry, which has had around a thousand students enrolled. It's mainly online, though the dream is to one day run from an official campus, preferably a castle. There was a physical campus, the Academy of Arcana, for a period, but money ran out. The school teaches aspiring wizards the ways of Earth magic, that's magic with a K, over a seven-year curriculum, or you could just buy the books. So all in all, in a sense, wizards are real. Did you want to go over anything? What kind of spells do they cast? (laughs) So they get naked (laughs) and charm. So all I've heard so far is they dress as wizards, claim they're wizards, get naked, dance, Mm -hmm. get married, and have... (laughs) Polyamorous relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Not heard a single spell being cast, <laughs> a single chant being read. Oh no, that's that's a lie. There was a healing circle which failed. Mm-hmm. It's like earth magic, so there's not much information on there unless you get the books. But it'll be things like putting ingredients together and chanting, which clearly don't work. Otherwise, rest in peace, morning glory. Would still be with him. But remember the walls? The rules are... The (laughs) The rules. (laughs) Sorry, I've not eaten yet. (laughs) The rules. No, the rules were... You can't Can't bring back the dead. No, you can't bring back the dead. You can't... um, Compel compel love. love. What was the other one? God damn it. (laughs) What was it? Couldn't bring back the dead. Change the past. Can't go back and... Can't can't change change the the past. And you can't force love. Says nothing about curing people you can become so, invincible essentially <laughs> the first rule of wizardry <laughs> their spell didn't work 
terrible wizards. <laughs> it's not a school I want to go to learn from <laughs> if they can't put together a simple healing spell. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything you want to They just about? wanted to dress as wizards and bone as many people as they could. And your feelings on Oberon? You liked him though, didn't you? He's alright. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have anything against him. He's just just looks like a discount Dumbledore, really. Did you want to get anything? Doesn't seem sinister in yeah, anyway. Yeah. As long as they're not making the kids of the wizard school get naked and dance the same way they are and trying to indoctrinate them into their way of thinking mm-hmm. that got no problem you do you grey beard you do you <laughs> so anything you want to go over before we conclude no I'm good okay you need to do three shots <laughs> you're going to have to pour another there's only two there's three there's two so there's three there's three <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, you bastard. Didn't see that one. Ah, can't reach. Nice. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. You haven't complained at all. No. Eleven shots in. <laughs> Just taking it like a champ. So This is where I learned the rules of uh, the shots. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying that it was wizards? I'm saying it's people playing wizards. They really wish they were, but they're not. He did not see through the eyes of a snake. What was it? The Gaia thesis? Yeah. That he claimed he... Came up with. Came up with? Yeah. No. Literally, we're all just made of energy. Energy doesn't dissipate. It doesn't get destroyed. It merely transforms. So everything is made of energy. Everything is one. That (laughs) is basically it. And he's just tried to come up with that in a clever way I reckon these folks could get you signed up (laughs) (laughs) who's to say I'm not (laughs) I am a level (laughs) 7 wizard teacher at the grey school I am a journeyman (laughs) wizard (laughs) why do you think I keep calling you Kevin the (laughs) grey I'm trying to win you into the school (laughs) I used to wear glasses (laughs) Then I put a wand in my eye and they healed. I wear a bright orange robe. It's what I came here in today. <laughs> it's called a coat. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not wizards. You reckon the crocodile hunter went to beast mastery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not saying it was wizards. But they believe they're wizards. Yeah. So I feel kind of the same to you. So I don't believe that they have magic powers, but I can't say they're not real because they do exist mm-hmm. as a people. So yeah, this file is a bit of a grey area. In the world today, wizards do exist in the traditional sense. We have wise teachers. However, can today's wizards flash their wand and make pain go away? Probably not. But they still exist. They may not cast spells like Merlin, but cast earthly spells they do. I spent a lot of time debating where to come down on this one for that very reason. Okay, they may not be able to make magical shit happen, but they are here, actively practicing what they believe in and each to their own. Anything to add? Mini? If if you had a headache, I'm pretty sure I could wave a wand 
say a spell. Give me a paracetamol. Get rid of your headache. <laughs> huh? I would wave the wand, poke you in the eye with it, kick you in the nuts. <laughs> the pain would be focused on your eye and your nuts, and you wouldn't think about the headache anymore. Wouldn't be there. <laughs> Wizard rule number one. <laughs> Stop doing that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in the green egg. <laughs> I left a couple of photos in right at the end of the research notes. <laughs> I was only just tweaked them. <laughs> uh, so one of the pictures is a woman with hairy armpits. That's Morning Glory. That's her. That's Morning Glory and Oberon, I believe. Oh, okay. We have Oberon and Morning Glory. She's got hairy armpits, each to their own. It's mm. free to. She's holding a snake up in the air. Not paying attention to what the snake's doing. She's looking at Oberon. She has a titty out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just a one. random titty hanging out. <laughs> but what I've noticed is... They've pixelated over the titty, so you can't see it. They've also pixelated over her vagina, which means that, that dress is see-through. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I've actually seen the unpixelated version. Oh, <laughs> it's a it big is. bush. <laughs> and then we have Oberon, completely naked, except for what looks like a nappy. <laughs> it does look like a nappy now that you say that. I thought it was like rag pants, but no, it looks like a nappy, yeah. He's... Big old beard, bushy hair, and horns coming out of his head. Then in the next picture, we have the cover of Green Egg. I believe this was the obituary episode um, edition after she passed oh, yeah. away. A tribute and we to won't be able to publish this photo because it does involve nudity. And it's a picture of a woman, which I'm assuming is yes. Morning Glory. Yep. She is stood completely. Is she completely stark? I think she might have similar underwear on. Yeah, so... Like rag underwear. She's looking up at the sky, hands are up in the sky, titties are out, and we have a goat in front of a bush. It's a unicorn. It's a goat with an ice cream cone on its head. And that was in June 2014, issue number 163, if you want to go and see that picture. (laughs) So... I'm not saying they're wizards, mm-hmm. but they're wizards. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that is the conclusion, yeah. isn't it? We've both said they're not wizards, but they are wizards. <laughs> <laughs> so we've basically confirmed that wizards exist on But It Was Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, like, no one in the professional context hears this show and then like, asks us questions about all the things we've said yes and no to. <sighs> so, yeah, there you go. That's today's show. I think it's fair to say that today has been my pleasure. Mooney, hopefully, has learnt to be positive about wizards <laughs> or is feeling a little bit tipsy. Oh, I'm actually fine. <laughs> you wait till you stand up. So, yeah, the drinking rules were one shot for insults and negativity towards Harry Potter franchise, two shots for insults and negativity towards Harry Potter himself. Then once you twigged on the negativity towards Harry Potter, we changed it to insults and negativity towards wizards for one shot and towards Oberon himself for two shots. And you were quite positive about Oberon. I was really (laughs) surprised, actually. (laughs) 
<laughs> but you couldn't help yourself at the end. <laughs> uh, I thought it was um, just calling anyone a whiny, whiny little, little bitch. Little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. So you were being negative about him, but you didn't twig that it was being the negative rather than saying whiny <laughs> little bitch. I should have done like five shots for calling him a whiny little bitch. <laughs> But yeah, like I say, I thought I'd do a nice positive one and leave it in your hands this year because next year is going to be a shit for you. Fair is. <laughs> but yeah, thank you one and all for continuing to listen to the show. If you want to probe us, we're on the Twitter. On the Twitter. At But It Was Aliens. Until next time, have you ever wondered what's up a wizard's sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> well... No. The truth is up there. Hash tag. Bro!